It's rom-com, actually. And if you want a bit of romance and get back to me, join Jenny, Sam, and Caitlin too. These three girls can talk some drama, but they're a funny crew. It's rom-com, actually. And you Grant, if you're listening, please get back to me. It's rom-com, actually. Sup? Uh, wait, we don't have a name for our listeners. Sh- are you guys the rom-comers? Are you the... I'm honestly going to have to think about that. The Liebers? <laughs> I think that one's taken. That, no one's taken. <laughs> oh, do you, do you guys hear a, a different voice? A Jenny! Deeper. Jenny went through gen- <laughs> gender. <laughs> no. Jenny is a cold. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that out. Yeah, you are. Might yeah, be you're going to have to cut that out. God damn it. I can't say those jokes now. No, you can't. Five years ago, you yeah. You could in 2004 when they made this movie. <laughs> you could. Yeah, there are <laughs> some. Yeah. character <laughs> devoted to it. You could. Um, no, we've got, um, we have Rally Matt. We should leave that in. <laughs> well, it's good what to if talk I offend? about the... No, no, no. Well, okay. Um, sorry if I offended anyone, because I, if you hear this, I didn't cut it out. And we've got Rally <laughs> Matt here today um, as our guest host. Jenny is away um, busy, and so Rally Matt is filling in for her as a perspective of a single man. And if you're thinking I, and if you're thinking to yourself, who's Rally Matt? Then one You haven't been listening. Yeah, fuck you. Welcome. <laughs> fuck you, need you need to listen more. Number two, um, I'll just tell you, Sam and uh, Matt are dating. But you know what would have could have been fun? What? Is if nobody knew this entire time. Like we did the entire podcast. And then you wouldn't even have But known. enough people know. Enough people are okay. gonna know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I'm excited to <laughs> yeah. be here. Also, I'm sure you guys will reveal that at some point. At some point, it's gonna Ooh, that would have been like a reveal. <laughs> that would have been a reveal, though. Mm, okay. Anywho, um, so I feel like saying to start off, this movie we are doing is one that, frankly, I never really wanted to do because it has <laughs> okay, <laughs> because <laughs> because Caitlin has wanted to do this movie ever since we started this podcast and it became oh kind of the um Matt Damon of the podcast in that I just thought it'd be fun to just do this podcast forever without ever doing 51st dates and but here we are we're I doing just, it I think uh it became timely ish yeah um, and I just have wanted to do it for so long. And I will say there was an opportunity not too long ago to do this one in Hawaii. <laughs> okay. And um, Jenny and Caitlin were a little too afraid of the hurricane that had already passed. Um, yeah, I'm and we sorry didn't I go. didn't want to die. <laughs> Flights were really cheap. And I think Sam Flights didn't really realize it was because, because there was a hurricane going on. The hurricane Flights were left. cheap because they were going to kill us. The hurricane had left. It's called fake news. Oh, my God. Fake news. Anyway, here we are, doing 50 First Dates, and Caitlin is pretty excited about it. Or am I? Or, oh, oh we're going to see shit. you. Well, before we get to Want to Love Actually, to reveal how we feel about this movie, which then could mean how we feel about each other, depending on who scores what. Sure. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, let's, uh, let's get to the first hard-hitting questions of the night in uh, Rapid Fire. Um, I'll go first. I don't think this one's mine. What's your favorite Adam Sandler Happy Madison cinematic universe movie? <laughs> um, Fifty First Dates. <laughs> all right. Wow, who asked that one? So, <laughs> wait, no, we all have to answer. 
So I included Happy, Ma- Happy Madison Cinematic Universe because that includes the Deuce Bigelow movies. Interesting. That <laughs> is Happy Madison, but Adam Sandler is Interesting not the Interesting that you felt like that might be the winner for some people. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, Sam. You know, you guys remember Mr. Deeds? Yeah. That was actually a good Yo. one. Was, I liked that That was one. funny. But Big Daddy, that's a good one oh, that good you one. forget about sometimes. Um, it's probably, well, Billy Madison for me. Second would be Wedding Singer. And third would be Hot Chick. Wow. I'm going to go Happy Gilmore. And if we're talking romantic comedies, I would say The Wedding Singer. Aww. All right. Well, you're not on that podcast. So, <laughs> Is Adam Sandler hot? <laughs> what? I w- okay. That's Adam, my go-to rapid fire question. Adam Sandler... In Billy Madison, yes. Adam Sandler in Fifty First Dates, no. Adam Sandler in Grown Ups, hell no. I'll agree with the hell no for Grown Ups, but I think he has a little, a little something. Of course. <laughs> what I respect about Adam Sandler is like every picture you see of him out, he's wearing like an oversized T-shirt and just basketball shorts. Like I respect that he just like doesn't like give a fuck. And even like movies like this, like it looks like he doesn't even like have a wardrobe. Like he's his character just like wears whatever like he came to like to, and set that day. Are you telling me that Lily shirt was one he had? Maybe. What Lily shirt? Remember, she says the next day, um, bring me Lily's uh, because you'll you, you won't strike out. And his shirt is Lily's too. <gasps> I didn't notice that. You didn't notice that? No. They they wrote that into the script when he opened his closet and he had that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> is Adam Sandler hot? Um, young Adam Sandler. Uh, listen, Saturday Night Live Adam Sandler, like oh, first couple. Shit. Yes, yes, very. Smoking hot. Like dad bod Adam Sandler. Yeah. Still, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's a good looking man. What? Oh, oh my gosh. And he's it. funny, so. What song do you sing when you're in love? Is, do you mean in the movie, or he means... No, like... Oh, in your oh. life. <laughs> or, like, if there's, like, a band or an album you listen to in your Mind life. Over Matter, Young the Giant. Ooh. He, oh, that's probably your guys' song. Isn't it, it is. Oh, I will serenade Sam with that song when I'm when? in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what about you, Samantha? Uh, what do I listen to when I'm in love? Probably Motown. Hmm. That's good. Um, this is kind of weird. I feel like I listen to, like, um... Down with the Sickness? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even get that. I don't know. You completely, thinking... she lost her train of thought. Yeah, I don't even know what I was going to say. No, because I was just thinking, like... I can only like... listen to, like, happy songs when I am. Or, like, okay, like, Foster the People... Which one? Okay, the song I was trying to think of is called Waste by Foster the People. They say, if and every day that you want to change, I'll help you see it through, because I just really want to be with you. And every day that you want to waste, every day that you want to wake up, every day that you want to change, I'll help you see it through, because I just really want to be with you. Mm. That's, that's, that's nice. It's so cute. That's Have you nice. sung that song recently, Caitlin? We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> this is called rapid fire, Sorry. Yeah. but we will we will return Sorry to that. To so, 
Approaching a girl eating by herself in a diner, is that ever acceptable? No. No? No. I. That's one part of the movie that I will say, like, I suspend my disbelief because... What? There's only maybe one one uh, little scene of that where it, like, seemed legit. The first time they met? How was that? When he, like, made a door for her Waffle House. Which was the second day he was at the diner, because the first day he saw her and he didn't say anything. And then the second mm-hmm. day... No, I think there was another time where he, like, he had said something that seemed legit. Was it when he was crying because he couldn't read? That was hilarious. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, I, if someone comes up to me, they're a good looking guy and they're not super creepy. Like, yeah, you can talk to me. Also, they're in like a small town in Hawaii in this like diner that all the same people are going to every day. Like, right. it's not anything. I would say, okay, yeah, but at an Applebee's, no. <laughs> but uh, wait, no, I want to Anyone like... that comes up, in, anyone that comes up in an Applebee's. <laughs> But if Leave you're me if, with my if you're at the point in your life where you're at Applebee's by yourself, like maybe like you shouldn't be turning down people. What if we have a you? listener that every Friday night they like love Applebee's? Like in a booth at a bar in a booth. If you're in a booth at Applebee's by yourself, listen. This is sometimes you like to be alone. No God, judgment. Don't, they have, don't they have like cheap margaritas or something? Um, yeah. So. Yeah, shout out, shout out, Jenny, um, because I was in Minnesota last month for a uh, Minnesota Vikings game with my dad, and we stayed like right by the University of Minnesota campus, and they have an Applebee's on campus, which I thought wow. was like really cool. That's wild. Wow, Jenny had it made. Shout out, Jenny. What would you want the last day before you lost your short short term memory to be like? So the last thing of my memory. Right. It's a really good question. Um, wow. Because then the next day is the day that you think it is every morning. I don't want to say this answer because it's cheesy. Just say it. My first date with Rally Man. Oh, my God. It's so funny you say that because my answer. If you oh. fucking say, you're... It, What's your answer? What's your answer? The, the before my first date with... Samantha Campos. So before you no, ever but then you never ha- meet you never you never then you won't remember her, and she has to do what Adam oh, Sandler so, did. Yeah, you want to put oh, so that basically on me? I just erased you out of my life. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. No, 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 no. I I amend that. I I was trying to steal yeah, your this answer. Yeah, really is going to be mediation just for us. Erased you from my yeah, mind. Yeah, that's rude. Okay. All right, move on. <laughs> I, I can't change it though, Caitlin. It's up to you. <laughs> Caitlin, what is it? Um. Maybe just like the day before my birthday, Sorry. so I wake wake up every and it's morning. every instead yeah, of your I'm dad's like, birthday, right? Movie, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. wake up every morning and be like, "Fuck yeah, it's my birthday." Yeah, but then is it like then a disappointment when people just treat you like like it's no, it's not your birthday. Day. Yeah, yeah. When you have one of those bad days and you find out, wait, no, I'm actually much older than I think I am, and it's not my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to rectify that or? Um, hmm, this is hard because like, it doesn't really mean anything, right? True. But you want to actually be able to remember everything the day before is something you will want to remember the rest of your life. Maybe, maybe like right when I graduated college because it was such a hopeful time. So then you kind of have those lingering feelings of like, you never let go of that hope. I'm about to do some like good shit in the world. Only to find out you had a brain injury. (laughs) Okay. I, I mean, yeah. Okay, would you rather have a head injury and relive each day as new or not have a head injury and not ever meet anyone? <laughs> what? 
Okay. I'm, I'm going to say I don't want a head injury. Yeah, I'm, I'm passing on a debilitating uh, head injury because I don't want my... So again, you erase Sam The rest of my family to, just to babysit me. twice. I would say... I'll take a head injury, bitches. Yeah, but then you have to have really have a partner that's like really willing to. I right, if right. I, I I don't think Sam would go through the effort of every day. I'm pretty sure, like after a while, you'd be like you'd get tired of it, or you'd have a bad day, and that day, I could like totally, you skip the be- a day. But that's the yeah, beauty but of that's it. That's the beauty of it. I could totally see myself being like, you know what? This week I'm going on vacation. Yeah. Well, and or then like you can go on vacation yesterday. and not right. even talk to him. Because you already made it so that we didn't have our date yet. Do you see? <laughs> so then now I'm just kind of like, oh, well, I guess if I can take a few months off. I thought we started anew <laughs> with this question. Oh, I thought it was like in succession. <laughs> oh, gosh. Have you guys ever eaten spam? What is spam? <laughs> Whose question is I've that? never had spam. <laughs> Look at his little writing. Oh, you have the same fucking writing. No, I don't. It's exactly the same. No, it's not. Um, I think I have... Had spam back when I. I've ate never had meat. spam. It's a um. It's, it's ham, just like right. No, it's just general meat. Ew. It's like poor people ham, right? <laughs> that's, that's fucking rude. That's rude to that's say, but so like so fucking rude. No, my dad is. eats it spam. Is. Right? My dad, my dad's Asian and eats spam. Okay, but it's is it like Asian a delicacy? In, okay, it's an Asian it's an and Asian a Hawaiian thing. thing. It's an Asian, but thing. it's like cheaply made. Yeah, and it's in a can. So you can always do you heat it's it? Processed do you cook it? meat? Yeah, or do you like scoop yeah, it like, out like of the can? Spam and like eggs. People, people do, do like... spam burgers. People do. Oh, really? It's basically it would probably be similar it's like to bologna. It's like a very salty. See, I always thought it tasted like like ham. It's like a salty meat. What is it? You've, you've your dad eats it, but you've never had it. I've never tried it before. I refuse. I mean, it doesn't look appetizing. Okay. All right, so here we go in the next section of our podcast where we reveal. Our score is one to love, actually. And I guess since Matt's the guest, um, we can let him go first. Okay. So I'm going to dive into a decimal on this one because oh, a oh, round God. number isn't going to do K- it. Caitlin says, oh, gosh, but she like went on a spree of like 10 of them with decimals. I think you were the first person to ever yeah, introduce the decimal give, system. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. So do we decimal? On, on a score of one to love, actually, I give 50 first dates. A 6.8. You really couldn't do a 7. It really just I'll, grinded well, your gears. Well, Sam told me that you were at a 5.2 at one point, so I'm honestly... Not even a 5.2, Kaylin. It was a 5. And oh, wow. so I'll, I'll tell you guys, so we watched, <laughs> Sam and I watched this movie together over the course of two nights. We watched about the first 45 minutes the first night, mm-hmm. and then we turned it off to go to bed, and as we were turning off, I turned around like... I really don't like this movie. I remember liking this movie more. Like, I'm going to give this, like, a five. And Sam was horrified. We watched, we finished it the next night. So to get to the 6.8, don't do the math on this because it's not going to add up. But if I gave the first half a five, the second half was about a nine. What the fuck? Yeah, that's, that's really That's fucked higher up. than a 6.8. That's higher than a 6.8. Nine plus five is fourteen. Seven. So okay, but I okay, this is close. I guess <laughs> I told you not to do it, and then you you did it anyway. And, and I'm sorry, like... I had to like like get math on. Well, you, I but... just think that if a second half of a movie is a nine, like we're not asking you for the the, the average... total average entertainment value of the which, movie, which it wasn't. We're I'm saying that for... that I thought. So, okay, so here is my justification because here is what I told Sam why it was going to be a five for the first half is I thought. For the first half of the movie, and this is some someone who's seen this movie, and I saw it probably ten years ago, 
So I kind of had a, a vague recollection of, of how it ends, of what happens. But through the first half of the movie, like the prevailing thought in my head was, I like this premise for a movie a lot more than I like this movie. That's okay. wild. Oh, well, okay, all that's right. And I'll get into my justifications, but you guys do that's, your scores. That's, that's your, that's your okay. wrong opinion. Okay. It's, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I, okay, uh, I'm just going to say it. This score is an eight. And um, not to school you on how we do One to Love, actually, but I will say our scores are different from Rotten Tomatoes in that we are basing he them is off ba- of... He's allowed to score... Okay. All right. You just said it was wrong. Let her, okay. Let her um, go because you're about to compare this to Rotten Tomatoes, and that's out of a hundred. Yours is out no, of no. But I'm 10, saying so in obviously. terms of, I'm not judging this on, sir. I'm judging this on rom com, like of the rom coms of one to the top tier r- love actually. And I would still stand behind my six point eight. This is an eight point five. You just <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. Don't decimal shame me, and then like. You heard me say give a give a, a decimal, and you're like, I like the way that sounds. That was I'm the gonna... best. You just giving it an additional point five. Yeah, almost like as an act of defiance <laughs> against. Because <laughs> Caitlin knew I was giving it an eight, and I so just because I heard because I heard yours, I was like, Sam. you know what? It's not just one point above Matt's score. It's one point five above Matt's score because to me, you this movie right on one point seven. One point seven, Sam. Well, that's I thought you, you rounded up. Okay, oh. anyway, but yes, I am bad at math, okay? Um, I think this movie is super, super charming, and not only that, and but it shows a true love story, one that I can see continuing for years to come after mm-hmm, the movie, mm-hmm. and for three, and they had great chemistry, and also, on top of that, great movie moments, and so many hilarious moments yeah. too, where yeah. I was I was laughing out loud, even certain lines that I just saw my like I was chuckling at. Mm-hmm. So just entertaining, start to finish, great love story, great pair, and I would watch a, I would watch this pair over and over again. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, I think we all know I'm going to give this a love actually. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, you gave Go it a ahead. love, actually. You gave it a love, actually. The, I always judge these on, like, movies that I could watch over and over and over, and that's just one movie that I could watch over. Like, the night after I watched it, I was like, should I watch that again? And that never happens. It's just so, to me, like, so romantic. You get, like, the full scope of their relationship. Yes. Which I always hate not getting in other movies. Like, when they, you see them go on, like two dates and they're all of a sudden so in love and you just see these people and I just think it's the most romantic thing that this man is willing to do this awkward first time conversation with this woman because he just wants like that one hour with her or however or like five minutes with her because he just wants to be with her that he'll do he'll do anything right but I also think that I also, there's another element of this movie that I totally forgot about in that how beautiful is it that he can relive their first date Aww. every day? Just that, the feeling Her you feelings get. of Her, like... When you start to see yeah. both, like, you look at each other and you're thinking the same thing. Yeah. You're feeling the same thing. Yeah. And I think that, what a cool movie to capture that and it's completely unique. But yeah, this movie, you're right. It's so romantic. And I love his character development of him going from like a womanizer to just being so head over heels for this girl that 
he you know like that date he goes on after he's already met her and he he's just like so bored with this woman and normally he would just sleep with this she's basically and he's honest offering, with him yeah and, and with her he yeah. says like oh it actually has no alcohol and it's in like it. his ideal situation normally and he just that's what happens when you're in love you're in love you just you only want to be spend time with that one person yeah and I, I think the ending is so sweet too. It the is ending so is perfect. Sweet. The whole second half of the movie is great. And um, as like you guys are making all these points, and I can't disagree with any of them, I would say that all the points I deducted for this movie, none of it is from like that A storyline story. of the, from the loves. It's all like the like the supporting characters and all like the gross out humor. You're and, telling like, me Rob <laughs> Schneider is as Ula is not hilarious in the movie. No, no. <gasps> oh my Rudy God! Rudy with the the li- I like Rudy, I like I like when Rudy he's so more. Good. Dad I like says, Rudy more Sam than Rob Schneider. He's so good. When his dad says, um, "Don't worry about my about my psychotic son," <laughs> or when he's like, "I thought you was gonna do it, Daddy." <laughs> Come on. Wasn't a big fan of Ula. <gasps> Ula, oh my God! The amount of moments that, with Ula when he's doing the video, he's like, "Oh, like." <laughs> Come on! I I just couldn't get in it. Then I don't know. That's that's just like that's a humor thing. That's that's your taste. But um, but I felt, and this is a point I brought up. Um, you know, I think you needed all of that that kind of humor, this like weirdness, this like you know strange kind of universe and fun um, moments like that, to then really understand the moment they meet. Because when they meet, there's this weirdness with them, right? She wants to smell his fingers. It's like, mm-hmm. and in any other movie, you know, you would not really buy that interaction mm-hmm. or whatever they would write, the straight version of that. Yeah. You wouldn't buy it. Yeah. But because you're already in this universe with this weirdness, this fun, and yeah. them, you totally buy into this meet cute. Yeah. And then he has to do it over and, and over and over, and over and again. that's such a good... Like, that's the most fun. Like, the second you can tell that part is going to start in the movie where he's gonna about to, like, figure out all these different ways. Yeah. You're like, all right, I'm ready. Because it's so fun. Oh, absolutely. Like, with the penguin in the little Hawaiian <laughs> when My favorite. Listen. That was great. The, no. The, the, <laughs> the hardest I've ever seen Sam laugh in my life. And before it even happened, she, like, sat up in bed and was like... <laughs> Bouncing up and down, she was so excited, was when Drew Barrymore chases off Ula and beats him with the bat. I have never seen Sam laugh as hard as that. I was, like, crying that. so She was crying Because so I was hard. almost remembering in the funny. theater. They make those bad sounds so loud. <laughs> you bitch. I, it's not enough. It's not enough. Because I even re- forgot how funny it is when the camera whips around and she already has the bat and yeah. she's going on. Like, you don't expect that as the yeah. audience. But um, Oh, oh and then when he pretends to get shocked by the... God, what the fuck is that called? Oh, yeah. Ah! And yeah. she's like, my grandpa died like that. And he's like, what? Got you. My favorite of the... One of my favorites of them trying is, is the one we talked about... Um, where he pretends he can't read, she helps him, and then by the end of it, that he's like, <laughs> he's like, okay, well, uh, bye, and he walks away, and she's like, really? Like, the, you did that whole fake, and then she's like, mahalo, like. Yeah, and that's his moment, too, because they do, like, the flashbacks of, like, all his womanizing, mm-hmm. and that, or, like, his thoughts of, like, fear of being sort of serious with someone. That's the moment where he has to decide, like, 
do I want to try for something more serious? And then he decides no. And then her reaction, he's like, oh, fuck. And then that starts it. I'll say something I really appreciate about the ending is, and I had forgotten the very, very ending, so I was like pleasantly surprised last night when I watched it, is that the ending of the movie isn't like she's so in love with him that like her disease or like her illness is like magically cured and her like memory comes back. Like Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. It still happens, but like they've progressed in their relationship now. They're like married and like they have a kid and he's like still going to those efforts like every day to like. Mm -hmm. And he's accomplishing his dreams too. Yeah. And the, yeah, the, the, everyone's getting what they want. Yeah. The the scene at the Institute of the Hospital or whatever, when he goes there and she doesn't recognize him at first and she takes him into the room and it's all, all the pictures. the pictures of him. Yeah. Chills. That was yeah. that was that was great. Yeah. That was so good. <sighs> Almost um, makes me wish that the movie didn't open with a oh seal projectile vomiting can over I, a Can I also say well, first of all, when I saw that I was like, that's such a male joke. I I laughed. I mean, it's funny, but it's such a man thing to write vomiting into. (laughs) Also, in in, in 2018, Adam Adam Sandler's assistant, problematic. That character, little problematic. Yeah. Okay, but how sweet. Like, I always feel so giddy the first time he tells her he loves her, because she's like, do you love me? And that I'm, is amazing moment. Uh, that is such an amazing moment. Like, yeah, great I, acting by Adam yeah, Sandler. Yeah, I love He's you a good actor. Very much. And then when he asks her to marry him. Oh my God, right when they're about to go sweet. to bed. And he and says, the, don't forget me. And oh, I know. And then the contrast of like the hilarious moment when they wake up and she, again, tries to hurt him. Yeah. What is it about Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore like pining for each other? That's just so watchable. She's adorable. In wedding, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. in Wedding Singer, she doesn't. We talked about this. She looks way better in Fifty First Dates than she did in Wedding mm-hmm. Singer. Oh, okay. So this was something someone wanted me to bring up. Okay. In this podcast, is just how freaking beautiful she is in this. Was movie. that person you? It was all. It, <laughs> it was me and someone. Oh, okay. Else. <laughs> like her long blonde hair yeah. and like those big lashes. She's like freaking gorgeous and yeah. so adorable. I asked Sam this during the movie. That couple in the movie, Adam Sandler. Drew Barrymore, who's dating up and who's dating down. And I said it was equal in the movie. I think he's definitely dating up. Me too. But he has a lot going for him, actually. Yeah. Right? Because like, I thought I thought his equal, not just in terms of looks, but like well, he's he has, got a boat he and has a good ambitions. job. But he, wa- but he is willing to do all these things for her. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes that's like, you know, I think when people are dating, they don't take that into consideration yeah. of like, no, 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 but this person is going to respect you and is going to um, want the best for you and willing to do anything for that. Those things are much more than, like, other stuff. So Adam Sandler has an egghead. So what? Like, (laughs) so he dresses like he's 12. So what? I would agree. You know? It's invaluable to, like, have that quality in someone. It's like... You're not going to find that in everyone. And if she cared about the way he dressed, then she never would have experienced that he's that kind of man. Mm-hmm. Preach. There you go. Boom. 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 Stop it. Podcast over. I think we said everything we need to say. That's almost your second spit take of the episode. I'm so good at spit takes. We have some fun facts. We're bringing back the segment this this tonight only for Caitlin. One since, night only. Since she's the one that came up with the segment and then we dropped it and this is her favorite movie. So we are bringing it back in that 
Um, <laughs> we don't have any facts. We have a fun I fact. Here I have anything. one. Okay. I have one. Um, I'm stealing it from Matt. And this you cannot find on IMDb, so oh, only can. here. Yeah. Okay. So when he's describing the institute, he uh-huh. says it's funded by um, something out of Sandusky, Ohio. What uh-huh. is the company? He says it's out of... Callahan Industries. Callahan Industries out of Sandusky, Ohio. That is a callback to Tommy Boy. Because that is where he worked. That wow. is like he's Tommy Callahan from Sandusky, Ohio, and that's the, the his family's company. Little nod to Chris Farley. Uh, that was yeah. Ah. And that the, Sam gave me the credit for that is something I pieced together on my own. Wow. Yeah. If I still had an IMDb account, I'm always very account, impressed when people can get those. Um, I would I would edit that in the IMDb, but I don't think I have yeah, it's not so. Yeah, it's not there. Yeah. Wow. We checked. Also, you should submit. I should submit it. <laughs> I, I learned on the way over here that 10 Second Tom makes an appearance years yes. later in another. Yes. Which. Uh, is it with Drew as well? There, there's another. It's I, one of those like uh, like just go with it or blended. blended. Some other. Blended. Yeah. Oh, I don't know which one it is actually. Okay. But. Oh, it's in the third movie they're in together? T- I 10 think Second so. Tom's in? But he's like 20 Second Tom in that movie. <laughs> oh. Lame. That poor actor. Yeah. This movie was supposed to was originally in the um, in the script. It was oh, set you in came Seattle. So prepared, huh? Okay, it was set in Seattle. Yeah. Okay, wait. That's something else I wanted to talk about. Is Hawaii beautiful? Is is such a? I think that's one of the reasons I love it so much. The setting is just like that's a character. Yeah, Hawaii is itself. one of the characters. Yeah, and I love it. My favorite rom com and one of my favorite movies of all time is set in Hawaii. Oh, uh, let me guess. Let me guess. Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. That is, I've actually watched that recently. It's still pretty That's funny. A, it's terrible. <laughs> Jason Siegel, the scene in the bar where he sings the Dracula musical. I just, since we learned that thing about Jason Siegel, though. What did you learn? In his thing with, like, Muppets. Yeah, he has a thing with Muppets. What do you mean a thing with Muppets? Okay, we'll tell oh, you we off ta- camera. Oh, I thought we talked about it on a podcast. Oh, maybe we did. I would say my the the part in this podcast isn't about forgetting Sarah Marshall, but the part in forgetting Sarah Marshall that I laugh the most. It's see, this is like probably why I, I love Adam Sandler movies because this is my humor. When he starts whipping his dick and doing the dance. <laughs> That's the part you yeah. think is the funniest. <laughs> One of the funniest. Like I was like. <laughs> I also watched it with my grandma, and she was screaming, so I think that probably added to it. But, um, but yeah, I love, like, listen, even if it's lowest common denominator humor, if it's if it's universal, like, if it makes you laugh, Sam cares? doesn't have a very sophisticated sense of humor. <laughs> that was a deep cut. That was terrible. And I think, was, she, I think she will own that. That was terrible. <laughs> As evidenced by. Shout out Jason Siegel. Have me back on when you guys do Forgetting Sarah Marshall. We don't have any more fun facts. Yeah, tell, tell the one um, that you just told us, Matt, about um, the dad. So the whole movie, the the father in the movie, it was bothering me that I couldn't place him. It's Chet Hunter, Sean Hunter's dad from Boy Meets World, which I watched every single day growing up. Uh, I love Boy Meets World. I did not know that about you. Were you team Corey and Topanga or yeah. Sean and Angela? That to me, Sean and Angela weren't real yeah, to me. Yeah, they sucked. Yeah, no, yeah, that was fucking Corey dumb. And, and the college years sucked. I said it. I think everybody I mean, knows agree. that, right? <laughs> did you did you guys see in the news the other day Mr. Feeney like stopped a home burglar? No. Yeah, because he was living next to Corey and Eric the whole time. Like he knows how to deal with Oh, good one. <laughs> did you guys hear that joke? 
It wasn't. I fucked it up. No, it it was sophisticated though. So that's why I got it. Add in some laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> like the, the laugh track. Yeah, do the laugh track. <laughs> All right. So you know, thinking about this movie brought upon many questions about love, relationships, whatever, as they do, and one in particular. I was thinking about was how important do you think that initial spark, that connection, that, you know, little thing in all of us, I guess, when you start to fall in love, how important do you think that is to sustaining a relationship or do you think it isn't um, important uh, at all? Well, I have a question to your question. Oh, well. Is it possible to not have that spark right away, but then have that spark later on? You know, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> no, um, I think, and this is maybe, you know, we've done so many podcasts, and you'd think after every, like, after all of them, I would have this more, I guess, realistic take on love and relationships, but no, it's still whimsical, and I think you have to have the spark, and it doesn't, it's initial. Yeah. Something, something, not, I don't think it has to be like, this oh my like God. fireworks. Love at first type, yeah. love at first sight type yeah. of thing, but I think it has to be, a little bit of like a cock of the head, right? Like a little bit of like, there's something. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can't describe it at first, but it's it's the thing that gets you, I guess I would describe it like the feeling you get when you think somebody texted you. And you're like, oh. And it's that little like, the feeling you get of excitement, but you don't know if they did. Yeah. But you hope it but is you're really them. hoping it's so. That initial feeling, I think you need to have that when you start a relationship. Yeah. Like a one that's actually, that's a solid relationship. Like you need that. Yeah. I would agree. I think I would agree with that too. And I, I think I used to be a little bit more like, well, it could, it could grow. But now I've been dating for a while and I feel like it's happened a few times where I am just, I'm going on dates and... I'm like, well, I like their personality and we get along and I'm kind of hoping that that excitement comes later. Now, do you think you were trying to give it the old college try? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Because I think, uh, well, first of all, because if it's from the apps, it's like always very forced in the beginning anyway. So you're kind of like giving them the benefit of the doubt of like, well, you know, I don't know. It's like you don't, you don't a, know them very well. It's manufactured. There's like a process like you yeah. to like get through. Yeah. And th- but what I've realized is, like, if it's not there in the beginning, it, it doesn't really come for me. Yeah. And then I've had it where I did have a spark in the beginning, and then he didn't – it died out because wow. – and it died out pretty quickly because Why? we weren't communicating between dates, which at the beginning – and Sam already knows most of this, but I don't know if Matt does. In the beginning, it was, it was great because I get anxious with – texts which I think a lot of people do yeah you're like when do I text them who's gonna text first how long do I wait in between did they take that wrong yeah you know that's the worst (laughs) when you text someone especially for someone with anxiety (laughs) yeah exactly and so at the beginning I was like this is amazing and I actually would maybe recommend it for people at the beginning because there still was the excitement but as we started dating more we still weren't communicating between dates and it just it's the momentum to, yeah you have to keep up that momentum and you don't get excited anymore and so it's like it's almost like spark plus effort yeah which I'm stealing from Sam she said it earlier spark plus effort equals love falling in love I think too you know 
when you're doing that and you're not communicating between dates, it's almost like a book club, right? <laughs> you know the next book's coming up uh-huh. and you know you'll be meeting about it. Yeah. But are you really focused on it? You then forget to read or you forget and then it rolls around and you're like, oh, I have to do this, but I actually didn't. Mm-hmm. And it just then becomes routine yeah. as opposed to building. And I think that's the part of this movie that kind of exemplifies relationships, even though every day is new, right? Mm-hmm. Even though he has to continue to put in the effort and, and, and fall in love, basically, they are still building towards something. And that's something that... Um, yeah, and she's writing about it. And- exactly. And, in, and I think that's the way relationships are supposed to go in the beginning. You are building, you are learning about each other, but you're also building a relationship mm-hmm. from the ground up. So you need these, these, the excitement, you need that spark, and then you need to put in the effort. Because without it, how do you build that house, right? Like mm-hmm. how do you, you wouldn't be able to in any, in any part of life without effort. Plus what I've realized is life is too short to keep dating people that you're just like trying to force some kind of excitement about. Because at the end of the day, do you want to, cause like I think of this like with any friendship, right? If, if you like somebody like as a friend and you have good conversation, but you ask them to hang out and they're like, if they're not putting you give it up, you're like, you know what? Yeah. Life's too short and I'm too yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we're totally at that age now where, like, unless you click with someone and you guys have this, like, amazing conversations and, and you're putting in the effort of hanging out, because that's crucial. Yeah. Because if there's those first few times when you're trying to hang out because you're like, oh, this person could be cool. Yeah. And then you try to, like, plan, like, fun stuff together and then you chicken out. I, I mean, that's happened to me so many times. That people have done that to you? Well, not done to me. It's just like it could be like a mutual thing where it just like doesn't happen. And then you're kind of like, eh. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank you next. (laughs) Thank you next. And yeah. (laughs) But I think. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Thank you next. Should we call this one thank you next? I think so. Can can I quickly interject? Mm -hmm. Pete Davidson, hot or not? I thought he was actually going to say something about (laughs) this like very serious thing we were talking about. I thought so too. Um, I'm going to say not. Not at all. I was, before, yes, knowing what I know about him, he just has been annoying me. And, yeah. Like, he's not funny when he talks about their relationship. He just kind of makes me... I actually have never found him funny. Oh. Well. But I thought, you know what, if they love each other, like, sure. What about you, Matt? Hot or not? Uh, not. I, I, he's weird looking. Sorry, Pete, but... Yeah. Just not he doesn't right. listen, don't worry. Yeah. If he yeah. can't even get his life together, he's not listening to this. Slam. <laughs> Sam. Wow. Um, okay, well, shots you, fired. Can you comment on on that spark and effort spark conversation? Do you think Do you think effort is as important as spark? I think I think there needs to be an initial spark. I think with love, it's not like a fake it till you make it situation. Like I feel like when you fall in love, it feels different than like any other start to any other relationship you've had that like hasn't worked out mm-hmm. and there's and it's like That's i completely i completely agree with what sam was saying because i always like draw it back to like because it's 2018 and like texting there are conversations you have and there's people where like you're texting with them maybe you're dating them and you have the feeling like oh the ball's in my court, now it's my turn to respond. And then there's the kind of conversations you're having where it just flows and it's seamless. And like Sam was saying, like you're excited and every time that person is texting you, you're hoping it's them, mm-hmm. as opposed to like, oh, 
I have to say something back to what they said. Yeah. So yeah. I think it definitely, like, it should feel different in the beginning. Yeah. But obviously, like, to maintain that, there needs to be effort on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I think there are certainly relationships that people have where there's spark but no effort, you know? Yeah. And those ones could be ones where that happens, it's done, and then you meet you meet again. And then suddenly the other person realized, I mean, I hear these stories all the time. Mm-hmm. People that then break up or for whatever reason. And then they realize, oh, well, it's because of this. And it could be that, yeah, you had that problem back then, but you didn't want to put in the effort to actually change it. And so I think that this movie is saying a lot about love and relationships in this kind of heightened so premise. Good. 7.4. I just bought my Oh, oh my God. God. It's a 7.4. Oh, my God. That's what I like this to is, hear, Matt. This is that's the, what I like to hear. That's when you know it's a good podcast. <laughs> when we when start seven, to, when, when someone, someone changes, changes their, their score. score. That's yeah. happened 4. before. That's happened in wrong. Okay, listeners. <laughs> listeners, count the we times. We have no one <laughs> that's like... A diehard? Yeah, we have diehards. Oh. Shout out to Rick, who listens to every single one and is excited about the next one. We love you. We appreciate you listening. And you should be a guest host sometime. If you want to be shouted out on our podcast next time, you can visit our PayPal. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Kidding. But, but here's the thing. As we said, you can have spark but no effort and then the relationship fizzles Mm -hmm. you can have effort and And have a long and have a lasting relationship and both be lying to each other Mm. or you're just you don't want to be alone yeah and then that's even worse you know i think there's so many people like that i went to drinks with someone recently and we were just talking and we were talking about dating and he was like yeah i was just you know i was dating people here and there and like i mean i saw saw people but they were just average and isn't that worse than being single and i was like god you're so fucking right yeah like being in an average relationship relationship is the worst well the thing is which i can't believe that there are people that have been in relationships for years like this i can't imagine putting your head on your pillow every night (laughs) and know that like yeah but i'm like not 100 percent Feeling it like yeah. I cannot imagine. Yeah. You are basically living a lie. I think that's why I had to break it off. I just like yeah. Recently, you never want that feeling. That's like oh my gosh. I remember I did this one guy back in high school. We worked in a movie theater together, and <laughs> every time we would go out on a date, the entire time I would just feel like I don't want to be here. Yeah. That's... Like the whole time, and I remember when we kissed for the first time. Like the entire time, I was like, I don't want to be doing this. And I think mm-hmm. I broke up with him like a day later. It was just like, no, you know what? Or it was kind of like the whole thing, or like when trying. Someone asks and you like, oh, how's it going with so and so? And you're like, it's all right. Right. You want to say like really <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. You want to be like, oh gosh, but right. you're just. Is that the same uh, kid Sam who took you out for ice cream and like you ended up paying for both of you guys? No, because that guy got dropped that, that fucking night. It's <laughs> okay? a funny story. I think I've said it on she's, the podcast. She's definitely told it on the podcast. Because that's fucking. That's a crazy fucking story. Listen, my future son. Will never do that to Your a girl. Little bambino. My little bambino would would never let a girl pay for his eight dollars Sunday. <laughs> That's for damn That's sure. A lot of toppings. No, it's called Oberweiss. You know, Cold Stone Oberweiss can get pretty pricey in terms of your. I was Sundays. a Friendlies kids growing up. A friend, Friendlies? Are they not out here? No. No. Next. Okay. Um, to both you two ladies, what is like the greatest length? anyone has gone to get your attention or like ask you out oh that's a good question there's a lot of creative ones that adam sandler does in this movie is anything like that that question is so good you might get an invitation back sometime (laughs) (laughs) didn't want to waste that one in rapid fire yeah that's good (laughs) we're both like no one's done anything no never (laughs) Um, as i sit next to (laughs) 
um, the person that has put in a bunch of effort to try to get my attention. After, you know, he's sitting next to me, but I'll embarrass him. Um, <laughs> after we dated for a while, he revealed to me uh-huh. that he had been trying to get my attention on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would notice when I was online and um, this is all true. hoping so and, and comment on something or whatever it was to try to get me to talk to him. Um, it's so, so cute because I feel like we've all kind of done it. Yeah. Okay. But, but then that. there's a success story with it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, Do you so know there what was, it was one too? time. There was. Are you, okay. So I had post. He had. He knew. Oh, this is terrible. Actually, now I remember this. So you know how Spotify says what songs you listen to? Yeah. He noticed over one Christmas break, I had been listening to She Knows by J. Cole a lot. Like on repeat. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh my God. This is adorable. And okay. he <laughs> noticed I was online and he posted it post that said um looking for recommendations to listen what music to listen to on my flight back to LA any yeah. suggestions it was a thousand percent calculated thinking because I was so obsessed with this song yeah. that I would feel compelled and I was online at that moment so it would uh-huh. pop up yeah I comment she knows by J. Cole <laughs> you, know, you know what I you know what I also used to I do I can't believe that even got her that got me. Okay. He baited me. This is this is even more ridiculous, and I think this got her too. Is I used to, <laughs> I used to share like posts on on Facebook from Shaz of uh, Sunset of Reza because I knew Sam was a fan of the program. And <laughs> How did I, you know program? I was a fan? Huh? I, you must have like I'm like sure followed talking. a page or something. So I used to to like share pictures of like Reza and stuff, and that would get good engagement from you. Well, the only the whole well, actually, the whole reason I initially reached out to him for coffee was because I saw a um, Shaza Sunset thing he shared, and I thought it was just like I didn't know any guy that watched reality, let alone Shaza Sunset, and even knew about Reza's engagement. Wow, so you were doing all this underground work that like ended up being. That paid uh, sort of, like, like, I really did like Shaza Sunset. That was just an interest we shared. But oh, like, okay. I would share it because I know right, something right. else. I, I think the She Knows thing was like really fucking crazy. That's like. But it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, but you. Shoot your shot, fellas. Here's the thing. He did that, but then he messaged me because I, I commented. Uh-huh. And I like, he had messaged me because back then I would write. Uh-huh. So he messaged me like, hey, like, I really like your Facebook presence. Like, if there's anything ever of yours that you write that you'd like me to read, um, I- I'd love to, or something like that. How did you not know immediately this guy is into me? I didn't know. I said, I'm sorry, I don't have anything for you to read. But oh, thanks. my God, But thanks, Sam. like your Facebook presence, too. Yeah, that's what I said. I also used to, before we started dating, I had Sam's Twitter handle. I didn't follow her, but I would, like, manually, like, type in, like, twitter.com. Her, her name at the time was Tiz I Sam. So I used to like read her Twitter without her knowing. What? Because I wouldn't follow. We all do that. Wait, before we started dating? Yeah. Maybe. That's like creepy. No, it's not. When you're like really when into someone. you like someone, somebody? Yeah. You're right. I guess you, we're all you guilty. Cre- you creep on their social medias. Yeah. But you didn't like me for a long time. You had a crush on me, but you hated me. That- you purposely wouldn't like my stuff. Because you thought I turned you down, but you didn't realize I was just terrible at dating, <laughs> and cues. It was it was it was never like a hatred. It was more like oh, like that bitch. <gasps> it was, it was, I felt I felt scorned. Well, that's um, hope for everybody then, because yeah. there's miscommunication over the internet all the time, and over texts, there and really over is. you know, 
Like, this movie, thank God they didn't have cell phones. He'd be, like, texting her, like, hey, remember me? She'd be like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And he'd be thinking she's just being a bitch. Yeah. But she really has a head injury. Since you're going to cut the other thing out, just to tell everyone so people can know I'm a hot commodity. You're a hot commodity. I had something to share. I just didn't want to out anyone. (laughs) That face you just made. (laughs) Since, since we're telling stories about people being, like, weird on, on social media, I want to tell a story about a friend. You can probably, I, I don't know if I've told you the story, Sam, but you can probably guess who it is. Okay. It was a female friend from high school who, maybe like my junior, senior at college, called me up at a panic one night because she was in a relationship, but she also still, like, used to keep tabs on her ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. and she'd do that by logging into his Facebook and reading all his messages. Oh, I have, I have a friend. Oh, I have a friend so, that did so that. So she called me because she had logged into his Facebook to snoop on him, but had forgotten that she was in logged into his Facebook and friend requested someone <laughs> and called me and is like, how do you, like, unsend a friend request? And, like, we're Googling. I was like, you can't. And she's like, what do I do? And she stayed up all night, because this was like 1 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> waiting for that person to accept the friend request so she could immediately delete them. But like, I still like vividly remember like the panic in the voice of, fuck, I'm being crazy, but now yeah. what do I do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I feel like we've all kind of had that moment, though, right? Oh, yeah. When you, you do totally... something where you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, how do I go back from this? Yeah. Yeah, my f- I have a friend that did that, but she did like way worse things. <laughs> And she did one of those things where um, on Instagram it would tell you like so and so your Facebook friend so and so logged in as this Instagram account. I think I don't know if they do that anymore, mm. but she was logged into her ex boyfriend's. <laughs> so it it alerted everyone that basically she <laughs> was logging into her ex's Facebook account. Oh my god. I love that. So, well we're okay, we're trying this new thing that Sam thought of and I think it's really good. After each movie, we kind of discuss what we think this movie is saying about love in general, right? Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Like what is what this it's movie trying to what is it trying to tell us? I guess in terms of like sometimes I like to think about movies and like, well what is it trying to say to us? And then with love stories, like well, yeah, what is it trying to say about love? And because after I saw Stars Born, it's not a rom com, but my takeaway from it could have been something different from others. Mm-hmm. And I, and mine was that how hard it is when you feel like you'll never be good enough for the other partner and you love them so much and you and you want them to have more than you. Um, and then the sacrifice, obviously, he did. No, spoilers. Oh. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> If you uh, haven't hey, seen the, A Star is Born or, yet. There's been like six of them. They're true, all in the same way. True, line. true. So this movie, I just thought, like, for each rom-com we can talk about, yeah, what, what was this movie saying about love to us? And it could be different for each of us. I have one. Yeah. Okay. I think to me it, it, it's saying that when you love someone, you will go to any lengths mm-hmm. to do, like, to make them happy. Like, you'll do anything for them, as evidenced by, like, him devoting pretty much, like, the you'll rest of his life every earth. day to, exactly. Yeah. That's my answer. I would agree. Yeah. I think like, it's... Like, he says something about um, she want, she said that she broke up with him because she wanted to, him to live a full and happy life or something. Yeah. Wait, am I? And he had said this this movie. Yes, yes, it is. is. Okay, and then he says, 
or does she say? No, and then he he, he basically flips her around and he's like, I can't live, live a full and happy life, life without, without you. you. Yeah, yeah, great yeah. line. Ugh. And that and I guess that would be what what 7. it's saying 6. about love, right? <laughs> oh my 7. god, 7. we're gonna get him by to an eight. Yeah, at the end we gotta of get you to an eight. Um, but yeah, I think that in a nutshell is it, right? You know, you'll despite if and that's I think your it's person. Like, I guess when you think about vows, right, for better or worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, here's the thing, the other side of the coin. We're, we keep talking about, like, oh, my God, the, the lengths he's going to go to every day. Listen, if he pisses her off, she's not going to She's going to go to bed and think yeah. he's awesome the next day. Yeah. There is that, too. Um, <laughs> I would also say that something that it's saying is that, you know, people have this idea of happily ever after and this perfect relationship. And I think what it's saying is there could be like a, a, a big issue or like something that's sort of an obstacle in your relationship, but you can make it work and still have this super happy, fulfilling relationship. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like this completely perfect situation to make it work. And I think the movie's also saying, and I don't know if this is necessarily a good thing or not, but it's saying that people will change for the right person. Yeah, he which well, I, th- I think he like kind of just grew up for the right person. There is, and yeah. that's a that's kind of a male thing. Yeah, too, right? To grow, to, yeah, to not to alienate our male <laughs> co-host. co-host. <laughs> but would yeah. you agree though? I don't disagree. Okay. Yeah, but do you think that okay? So some movies that do do that, where it's saying like the guy will change for the right woman. I think that could be toxic for some women yeah. because mm-hmm. then they think that they can change a man. But she wasn't even trying to change him, right? He, she just was being her. Here's another self. great thing about love that it's doing. It makes you the other when you're in love. It makes you want to be a better person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you make each other better. Yeah, man. This movie's so great. Matt, final score. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna each. So right now we're at a seven point six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A ten. It's tentative change. You guys can each make a closing argument. Or, like, remind oh. me of, like, a scene okay. or, like, oh, a line good. from the that's movie good. that oh. might bump my score up. We're going right. to start. This might be a new segment. We're going to start with Sam. Depending on how bad one yeah. of us gives a score. We're going to start with Sam. And, it, no. and if, I'm also okay. going to say, oh, right, if you bring up something that, like, I don't like, the score could go down. Okay. All right. Let me think about this for a second. Okay. I think this movie deserves a higher score from you. Because what movie accurately depicts... The effort you put in every day for me. Oh, shit. She's and going personal. I think that what better movie to describe you and the great man you are. Start crying, Sam. Start crying. That you. <laughs> Still a 7.6. Caitlin. Oh, God. Caitlin. God. Oh, God. I've already said really what I really wanted to say. I just think it's one of the most romantic movies because of how much he goes through every day just to get that small amount of time with her. He just loves her so much. What was your biggest laugh in the movie? Okay, right, because his problem was the comedy. Biggest laugh. Um, okay, here's my pitch. Again. Yes. Um, it's not a juice. It's a protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't laugh. Let me tell you, okay, as a Caitlin, as somebody, Caitlin, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm cutting you off. Caitlin, you had an opportunity to get that to an 8.0. You had said it with the lisp, but you didn't even attempt the, the Rudy lisp. So The Rudy lisp. Sean Astin. Okay, fine. 
I'm not going to go based on comedy or my my favorite moment. I'm going to go to a moment Caitlin referenced, which is one of the best moments in the movie, when she says, she has the videotape, and she says, do you love me? And she tries to say it's like, oh, it's for, you know, the record yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And his face is immediately. Like, almost the, like he hadn't thought about it yet. But then, but then he says, well, he I. realizes. Every day. I go through these efforts, and he, and then instead of even like continuing with the sentence, he turns to her and he says, "Yeah, I love you. I love you very much." Yeah. <laughs> eight point zero. Ah! You got an eight. That reenactment right there oh, between Caitlin and Sam, <laughs> who just botched the first high five and had a redo. We did it again. Look at the elbows. A high ten. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Whoa. Officially, 8.0 from Rally Matt, 8.5 from Sam. And a and love, love actually, actually, which basically rounds to nine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. I feel like we should wrap it up. It's good. Tweet us your scores. Tweet us your scores. Oh, we never, we've never said that. Tweet us your scores. Yeah, tweet us your scores. Oh, oh. Or Instagram comment. I don't know. Yeah, just tell us. Subscribe like, on message iTunes. us. Email us, romcomactually at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe. And, um,. Thanks, Matt, for joining. Thank you for having me. Thanks for filling in. Thank you. Any any other final thoughts? I want to watch Wedding Singer so bad right now. We I really want to watch Wedding Singer. Actually, I'm going to go home tonight and watch Fifty First Dates. Really? You're not going to watch we Wedding did, Singer? I, I will say that Caitlin started singing before the episode, but oh, we yeah. didn't touch on the song that he sings for Lucy. Lucy, you got a great caboose. Something like that. It's also in the same so. same chords as the one in Wedding Singer. And I'll never let her go. Wouldn't it be nice?